I'm hungry. Let's do this, f***er. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. <laughs> I'm going to do the... The, the whole show uh, impersonating Joe Biden. What? <laughs> what? What button? Huh? Is yeah. that corn pop? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to feel the hair on my legs? Oh, good Lord. Help us. We are being... He is sleepwalking us right into World War Three. You think so? He's sleepwalking us right into World War III. I've said it before. I'll say it again. So now uh, all the fact finders, after he after he does a speech, they come out and say he misspoke. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. He misspoke. He said you could save $500 a month on your heating, and you can save $20, $20 a week by switching to a $100,000 electric car. <laughs> That you can't buy. These people are so clueless. It's unbelievable. And uh, so the, he, he meant $500 a year yeah. in your heating bills right? Um, instead of $500 a month. I would so like they to say save $500 misspoke. a month on my heating bill. But the, the, the fact of the matter is he doesn't really know what he's saying. No. Every time he goes out and makes gaffes, it has ramifications. So a friend of mine is Arminian, and his family has been watching Russia TV. And the Russian TV is basically playing the Biden clip 24-7 that Putin needs to be taken out. So by making that gaffe, because he has oatmeal for brains, he's walking us slowly into World War III uh, because he doesn't really know what he's saying anymore. Now he's got this whole squinting thing going on. The thousand-yard stare, as Sandy would say. I think the squinting thing is all part of the meds, too. Yeah, and he can't walk. You know, he walks like he's blindfolded, yeah. you know, the yeah. way he lifts his feet and yeah. shuffles. And he's been having uh, outbursts, more outbursts of losing his temper because he's confused. And he's saying, I never said that. And then the media is playing a clip where three days earlier he said that. It's just uh, elder abuse. It's sad. Yeah, it, it really is sad. And, and you yeah, know, but it's sad, but it has huge ramifications. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, the World Economic Forum would really like that too, because we've talked about this over and over again. There are two things that change borders, change currencies, change power, and it is pandemics and war. Yes. And they had what they could. They ran their pandemic out as far as they possibly could. Um, and now, you know, even trumping up the, the numbers of deaths to scare everyone. You know, there's still people who are still frightened, which is amazing. I still pass people on the boardwalk walking alone with, the, with their masks on. and it's Yeah, they're not going away. It's just sad. You know, um, so Disney has uh, entered the forum of being woke now, threatening um, Ron DeSantis and the politicians in Florida. And, you know, anything that goes woke goes broke. So what happened was the Florida legislature, which is majority Republicans, they're reviewing. Did you make that up? I like that. What did I, what did anything I say? Anything that goes woke goes broke. Yeah, I don't know. It just flowed out, right? Yeah, yeah, go good. woke and then go broke. So the Florida legislature has met twice so far this week. They're going to pull Disney's charter. A lot of people don't know, but Disney, since 1967, Reedy Creek Development, Disney is pretty much its own country yeah. in Orlando. Yeah. They could put a nuclear power plant yeah. on their property. They do anything they want. They have a waste generation plant on their property mm-hmm. where they burn their garbage to create power. Yeah. But they have their own police, their own fire, security, roads, everything. So DeSantis and his crew are like, well, if Disney is going to get involved in the political forum, then we're going to take that charter away from them. Good and they're going, to have, they're going to have Orlando police and fire and pay road tax and everything else. So it's going to be interesting. Sometimes maybe you should just focus on the business at hand and not try to uh, appease the rage mob. Yeah, especially considering how small the rage mob really is. Yeah, we're talking tiny, tiny, yeah. tiny rage mob. TSA is now changing uh, 
the pat-down rules uh, to accommodate transgender people. I'm kind of looking forward to it because it's just since it's what is it gender neutral or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been uh-huh. married 35 years, so I mean, anyone touching me, male, female, <laughs> it I'm gonna have. <laughs> I'm gonna have ID made up that I uh, I identify as a spaghetti squash <laughs> when I walk through TSA, and they can pat me down accordingly. Accordingly, yes, that's good. Yes, yes. I don't know how they're, they're going to have to look it up in their book. Probably so. Yeah. So so you know one thing off then, and I don't want to get into like like some serious gun stuff here and liberty stuff, but if Will Smith hadn't smacked Chris Rock, would you have known the Oscars was going on? No, not at all. And, and you know, it's uh, another weirdness. Just more weirdness. This is what we're An paying ass, attention to. Yes. Well, they want us. An ass-lathering session where rich people, the elites, play dress-up and give each other awards. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you know it, but people out there, the Academy Awards, all of the actors that belong to the Screen Actors Guild are part of the Academy. So they vote on who is going to win the award. So they vote on each other, and then they all dress up, men wearing long flowing gowns and everything, which I can't understand, but okay, whatever. And then they go to this big gala. Everybody who's nominated for an award this year gets a, uh, a, a gift basket. This year was worth between $130,000 to $200,000, <laughs> like free vacations yeah. and Birkin bags and this thing and the other thing. And then they get up on the stage and they virtue signal and they tell us that we have to use one piece of toilet paper when we wipe our ass and we need an electric car and we should carpool and take mass transportation as they all flew there with their private jets, right. burning it up and their carbon footprints, you know, like you get somebody like Barbara Streisand between our four mansions, it's like 300,000 square feet of residential property that she heats and cools 24-7, and we live in a 1,200-square-foot apartment, and we're told to turn our thermostats down to 66 in the winter. And so it's going to get worse. They can all go sure. F themselves. Yeah, that's very, and very I have really... Uh, I have no uh, dog in the fight with Will Smith's crack, uh, smacking Chris Rock, but I will say I am thoroughly impressed on how professional Chris Rock handled it. I watched the clips. Yeah. And, you know, Chris Rock lives, lives in Alpine, New Jersey, Sandy. I know. <clears throat> I know Chris. Chris and I go. I knew Chris before he was Chris Rock. <laughs> cool. And uh, we did a. We spent a lot of time after we, we first met doing a ra- an overnight radio show together and uh, the the, the uh, Joey Reynolds show in New York which if uh, anybody ever remembers on WOR the Joey Reynolds show and uh, that morning and I had no idea who he was you know you know me I've, I, I have no social skills um, I had no idea we he I was pumping a book and he was pumping something that he was doing and we both um, <clears throat> You know, did this overnight radio show, and he came with his entourage, a couple of guys that he had, a couple of friends he had. Uh, and at the end of the morning, we, you know, all go over to his, uh, he wakes his wife up to make breakfast. Well, it was his girlfriend at the time, make breakfast for everybody. And uh, it started out a, you know, long, long, uh, long friendship kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. But he, he really showed a level of decorum because I would have broke Will Smith's ass and thrown well, him off the stage I, Smith, and then I would have stomped he's his obviously, head. Obviously, there's, there's, there's just, it's, it's, it's very evident that there's just something wrong. It, you know, I mean, he's, he's emotionally troubled. There, there's, there's, there's a lot mm-hmm. of shit going on in, in his life, I, I think. And, and, uh, you know, not just, a good look. No, I mean, you see, he was very manic and, and he was just, Completely out of control in many in many uh, aspects. I just and these people are supposed to be our moral compass. Well, I I, I don't ever look at that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> so on a on a later note, uh, we talk about the elites all the time, Sandy. One of the leading defund the police mayors, who by the way, the mayor of New York. Eric Adams is getting advice from her on how to, I guess, raise crime in New York. Mm. Mayor, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who is a huge defund the police advocate, has a secret unit of 70 cops protecting her in addition to her 20 officer 
bodyguard detail. <laughs> Are you serious? Okay. Well, isn't that yeah. uh, the way Ross Baraka used to do it? Uh, no, not Ross Baraka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, Cory Booker. Cory Booker, yeah. Cory Booker, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, huge Corey, detail. Corey had a huge detail. Didn't they used to play cards in it? They had a house that he was supposed to be staying in. Was that, was the that security again? detail would pull up to the house in inner city Newark, like three Chevy Suburbans, and he would go in the front door, and then he snuck out the back door in an unmarked car, and he was brought to his significant other's house in New York City, oh, yeah, where he yeah. really lived. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so Lori Lightfoot's unit is 65 officers, oh five sergeants, and a lieutenant provide protection. Her and her bodyguard detail of 20 officers. The budget last year was $80 million. For that detail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Think of the overtime, 24-7, protecting her and her wife. Right? That's just incredible. Right. Yeah. This is a defund the police person. But see, her life is more valuable than our life. So. Yeah, defund most of the police that protect you, just not the ones that protect me. Yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, this is want to make you laugh. George, oh, uh, George, you sent me this, but I had read it 15 minutes before, and I laughed my ass off. A New Jersey university will offer a master's degree <laughs> in <laughs> happiness studies. What? A master of arts in happiness studies. Sanitary <laughs> University. What, what, what university? He, the, the president of the university, Sanitary University, uh, Bruce Murphy, announced this. Where Wait a minute. This, we missed this, this Sandy. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, Hackettstown, New Jersey, has 1,100 students in, enrolled. So, Sandy, when you've the, got your the kids school in president. Your kids out, stop paying for this. Seriously, the school president, you know when he announced his rollout? Uh. We missed this invitation <laughs> at the World Happiness Summit in Miami on March oh, 18th. Oh, jeez. We were, we must have, it must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> okay, it's to promote well-being and resilience in the midst of current world stress. I've got a this master's, master's in happiness. Happiness studies. <laughs> happiness studies. Oh, that's great. Oh, God. Oh, help us all. Uh, is there something in there about ice cream, I hope? Regardless of your area of interest in action, <laughs> be it in business, education, psychotherapy, coaching, health, or law, the rigorous ideas and evidence-based interventions that are part of the MA in happiness studies will help you bring out the best in your family, colleagues, clients, students, and yourself. Oh, my God. I love this. Everybody is using this phrase, evidence-based. Let me tell you something. The, the, uh, if, if those medicos who are listening to me, um, the British Medical Journal just came out with a really poignant um, piece uh, about evidence-based medicine and the lack thereof in the past, let's just say, 10 years, when drug companies are starting to, uh, all, of the, all of the trials that are being done uh, for new drugs coming out are done by drug companies. I don't know if the average person understands that, but it's akin to having you check your own homework. Um, and now we huh. get we have it bleeding over into all of academia. I guess that's good because it's good. Nobody, they're just saying it's evidence based. You know, like all of the data that has been flowing out of the drug companies uh, with regarding other things, drugs and you know, other types of shots. So I have a happiness announcement uh, for uh, us gun people. Are we happy? Yeah, I, I'm going to make you real happy. Have you Number one it? is uh, justice. Clarence Thomas yeah. was released from the prison, up uh, from prison, <laughs> released from, released, that's where they want to put him. Soon to come. Well, he, yeah, he wants to, re there, he was released from the hospital, Yeah, and uh, he's back in the courts, and the good part about this is that the January 6th committee is attacking his wife, uh, Ginny, oh, good. Uh, because she had texted Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, of Trump at the time that, you know, there was election fraud and interference or whatever. So they want to impeach 
Justice Thomas. Oh. And they're attacking his wife 24-7, which is beautiful because he's the longest-serving justice right now. He's 73 years old. <clears throat> and his swan song is going to be our Bruin case. And the more they poke him and the more they attack his wife, I'm having a deep-down feeling that he is going to stick it to the anti-gun establishment his last hurrah i'm telling you right now i believe he's going to stay in office until oatmeal brains is gone and we get a new president hopefully a republican so we can replace him with another conservative but they are all over this they want to impeach a justice supreme court justice so this is my happy place. Keep poking Thomas. He is 73 years old. He has nothing to lose. His reputation is untarnished. So the left, please keep up the attacks. You see, and you don't even need to spend the tuition money. There you go. That made me happy. Keep attacking him because June is just around the corner. This is April now. April, May. We have less than three months and we're going to get this opinion is going to come out. And he is going to write the majority opinion. And, man, if he writes it as strict scrutiny, we are in the money, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, listen, I'm hearing from so many people, well, what are you going to do, New Jersey? Are we ready for this? Listen, Cam Edwards for Bearing Arms wrote a whole article. <clears throat> we have a New Jersey carry case on hold pending the SCOTUS ruling. Listen, there is a lot going on in New Jersey that many of you don't know, but we have cases in the pipeline. We have cases that hold at the Supreme Court. We have cases on hold in New Jersey. Our 15-round mag cases uh, at the Supreme Court right now because we're waiting for the New York State Rifle and Pistol by Bruin. I've said this ad nauseum, all right? Scott Buck, Dan Schmutter, um, Evan Knappen, <clears throat> the NRA Institute for Legislative Action, Darren Goins, Rob Nixon, our lobbyist, myself, and so many others, we are on this 150%. We are just waiting and waiting and waiting for the case to come out, and then these cases will start, the, the ruling to come out, and then these cases will, will follow suit. We're not going to wait 15 years until after we get a decision from Bruin to work on getting concealed carry in New Jersey. We're, we can't do anything except build some framework and planning until we see what the language of the majority and the minority opinions are. So as soon as that is triggered, okay, as soon as that is triggered, we are unbelievably set up to get everything we need in the state of New Jersey, okay? So listen to me. We are really, really trying. We know everything is backwards. We know our, the people are flooding in on our southern border. Crime is on the rise everywhere. The Democrats have seen the polling, and they're all talking tough now. Although New Jersey repealing the bail reform thing is, is having problems right now. So obviously the current politicians only care about themselves. They don't care about their constituents. It is so weird now, Sandy. I know politicians have never represented us, but it is so weird to me now how politicians on both sides are elected and then go and do the exact opposite on what you sent them there for. Yeah. I, I just don't understand it. So I went out to dinner yeah. last Saturday night with Tracy and her entire uh, family and friends. Have you ever heard of 15 Fox Place in Jersey City, Sandy? I have not, no. It's a house. It has two dining rooms on the first floor, two dining rooms on the second floor. So we had a room of 12. I went to use the restroom, and the bathtub is still in the restroom. <laughs> it's a house, oh, right? Cool, yeah. It's a six-course price-fixed meal. You get no choices. Whatever they make that night is what you eat. I could only eat about 30% of what they brought out, and then I rolled down the flight of stairs to go home. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, so we were up there, and one of Do our cousins— you have cousins, to go with a large uh, group, or can you just— I think you can book, uh, they break tables up, yes. Okay. Uh, look it up, 15 Fox Place. So uh, one of her cousins worked for Bear Stearns for years, and we were talking, and he turned me on to stuff. So uh, I, if anybody hasn't heard this before, Congress beats Wall Street at their own game. That's the first article you can Google. But there's this website. <laughs> the name of the website is Unusual Whales. Talking about whales in the stock yeah. market, and these people are unusual whales. So, over the past 30 years, Congress has beat the S&P between 10 and 30%. How <laughs> weird is that? So, these guys... the people who make the rules that govern the economy? 
and uh, pharmaceutical <laughs> and electric cars and everything, right? So these guys on Unusual Whales, if you're a, a data guy, you can go on these. They track in real time everybody's trades. Pelosi. Every, they watch their portfolios. Wow. Okay. The average stock return that Pelosi has seen as of yesterday, 31%, Sandy. Pretty good. And it shows all the stock that she owns and she's trading, her and her husband. And they have it for all the politicians. Now, guys that are listening to this, guys and girls, this is not just about the Dems. When you go on Unusual oh, Whales, yeah. it's the Republicans, too. Yeah, it's course. everybody. So this is the secret sauce. So now I know why people spend $30 million in campaign donations to get a $180,000 a year job. Absolutely. Okay, this is it in a nutshell. So you guys can Google Congress Beats Wall Street at its own game, and then you guys will see there'll be a link there for Unusual Whales, and you go through the whole S&P, and it shows you what they're, uh, what they're um, trading at and everything. And it's everybody. You know, Richard Burr got busted for insider trading right before the pandemic. He bought all kinds of pharmaceutical stock. He's a Republican. Kelly Loeffler, a Republican from Georgia, did the same thing. As soon as they, they, they took a break from the meeting and they went and they text messages their stockbrokers on what to buy. And then the next day, uh, the stock tripled that they bought. Okay, yeah. so it's pretty cool. And, of course, Pelosi goes on record a few months ago saying we're a free market economy and we should be able to participate in the stock market. But, you know, imagine you and I, if it was insider trading. We would be uh, cooling our ass off just as Martha Stewart did. Correct. So, in a, in a way, we don't need transparency anymore because um, – we have transparency now. This unusual whales uh, gives us transparency uh, because they'll never pass a law for transparency. No. They'll never pass a law limiting it. It's just like term term limits. It's dead on arrival. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know. That's why we have to. You know, the the only thing that would save this country at this point is the abolishment of political parties, where and everyone. Uh, who was running for office <clears throat> had a cap of a thousand dollars that they could spend, and the biggest donation that they could get from any single in individual or entity was ten bucks. And they actually had to do campaigning and actually had to stand for something and actually had to tell you what it is that they stand for based on their history. And you got an opportunity to see what they were like, not what they say, but what they do, because the Republicans and the Democrats are in collusion with one another they swink and they nod and we are the ones who get caught and as flotsam and jetsam yep Here, sandy listen to this one in 2021 uh, pelosi was the top uh, trader with the most gains unusual whales reported the u.s army announced a 22 billion dollar augmented reality deal with microsoft on march 31st 2021 and reiterated its commitment to this partnership in October. Speaker Pelosi disclosed exercising 150 calls on Microsoft on March 19th, 12 days before the Microsoft announcement, at a strike price of $130 a share. As of today, she's up 160% with her Microsoft stock. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We will never be there, ladies and gentlemen. The elites are beating us, too, at their own game. Check out unusualwhales.com. It, it, is, it is so saddening to see what they are doing to us. It is so freaking sad. So, excuse me. Talk about elites. Zuckerberg. Oh, sorry. New York groups uh, linked. George Soros and Mark Zuckerberg's lobby to keep accused criminals out of jail. We knew this all along. Yeah. All right. This, uh, this launched out of Breitbart, and then, of course, the New York Post came out with it, too. But the bail reform laws that New York has were backed by Soros and Zuckerberg's groups entirely. Uh, which allow uh, you know uh, people to just walk out of the street, taking all the teeth out of whatever judges were actually left in New York that had any teeth. 
because most of them are liberal activists anyway. But they pretty much sealed the deal because now they made the judge's job easy, the liberal judges, because they can say, well, it's the law. I don't have any say. In the old days, a, a liberal judge had leeway on what they can do. And they could throw the book at somebody or they could go easy on somebody and they'd get criticism by going easy on somebody. So what was pushed through by Soros and Zuckerberg was and it was the judges were complicit in this, too, because the judges knew that this would take heat off of them. So they didn't protest it because, in essence, you got rid of the third branch of the government, equal branches of the government. And the same thing happened in New Jersey and the same thing happened in California and Illinois and a few other states. So it was all part of the deal. The judges were in on it, Sandy. Mm. They knew that it would take the teeth away from them. But now they had the excuse to say, huh, it's the law. I couldn't give that person bail. Yeah, right. In the old days, if they didn't give the person bail, they would be under public scrutiny. Now they blame the legislator, legislators, and so the ping pong pushes back and forth, and the criminals keep committing crimes, and the law-abiding citizens keep getting raped and pillaged and murdered, and guess what? It goes on and on and on. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Look at this one. In, in North Jersey, a Lodi man charged in fatal stabbing of Leonia, Leonia woman. A lot of people sent this to me, uh, and they were like, it almost sounds like uh, Carol Bound, you know, but... Uh, a Lodi man was arrested Saturday in connection with the fatal stabbing of a woman in, in Leon. It was his girlfriend, and uh, she had multiple um, um, restraining orders against him. It was her ex-boyfriend, you know? And uh, if she had applied for a permit, she never would have gotten it in New Jersey. Right. Let's face it. Right. It, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. We don't have uh, politicians, and we don't have judges that give a shit about us. All we care about is everything woke today. Woke, woke, woke. Meanwhile, from the idiot file, are you ready for this one? Yeah. We had a couple of knuckleheads in New Jersey that got busted, and they had 20 guns, 15 rifles, <laughs> and a grenade launcher. <laughs> Me likes, but you shouldn't be playing with those for, uh, you know, selling them on the street and stuff. Probably, These probably guys were arms dealers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I want one, yeah, but, uh, absolutely. you know, if you have grenades and a grenade launcher in a gang war, it could probably go really bad. It could, it could probably uh, even, even things up. Actually, maybe way on one side a little bit more, but I do want one, too. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a part of me that really wants one of these things. I don't understand, but I, I really do want one. Where are you going? Well, we Don't got, take a break. We have to take a break. still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square. Open the lid and drop the shit bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, shit bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice shit bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest shit bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters. No problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The Ship Baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. 
The Shitbaggerator is available only at Gun For Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Go woke and go broke. Go woke and go Everything broke. Everything woke goes broke. I like that. And socialists are like a forest fire. They burn everything in their path and yeah. destroy it. Yeah. Okay. Marty stopped by the other day. Marty's V-Burger. Marty's V-Burger.com. Uh, mention Gun for Hire. Gun for Hire Radio. Get 20% off. Order online and pick it up at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Uh, don't forget, uh, Decoding Firearms with John Petrolino is available on Amazon as well as here at the Gun Range. The Gun Lawyer Podcast, Exposing the Truth About the Laws Designed to Strip You of Your Freedoms, Evan Knappen. Uh, don't forget, Quarantine Crawl, support those who support you, over 350 businesses. Uh, Crime Proof, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. Summertime is coming. Great chapters on vacationing, whether it's air, driving, hiking, walking. So buy one for you and your family. Amazon or CrimeProofBook.com. My doctor, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Dr. Joe Sampatero. Optimal Health Wellness NJ.com. Please check it out. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L A K E I S.org. Tony Gallo runs an A1 organization. Last week, Rosie was there from CNJFO doing a presentation. And last Sunday, CNJFO was here and had 27 kids shooting, uh, many for the first time. They were here the whole day. They had food, they had awards, they had prizes, etc., etc. They had a great time. Uh, Don't forget, here we have our ranges and private ranges and member ranges, but also uh, soon the gun store will be uh, slow rolling open. Uh, My buddy Nick Manginelli, he sent me an uh, an email. He wants to know, uh, he's going to Naples. Nick, I haven't uh, hammered the dates yet, but he wants to know, how do I get an invite to the soft opening of the gun store? The gun store is just, it's going to be just a a non-announced slow roll opening. And then uh, I'm shooting for a grand opening somewhere around Independence Day. But just to start, I want to do a nice slow roll as we build inventory and fixtures and everything else. So coming soon, I will be announcing it. We have lockers for rent. More lockers came in, by the way. Uh, so gunforhire.com forward slash locker. The 22 League has been killing it. I think we have two or three weeks left. And then it's going to be plaques and prizes. And uh, the Glock League has been doing great as well. Gunforhire.com forward slash Glock. Uh, let's talk about an article by John Petrolino right now from Bearing Arms. Report, report about safe New Jersey cities highlights bigger issues. Okay. You know, reading the FBI uniform crime report statistics can be um, undaunting. But uh, the report has New Jersey's 50th safety, safest cities in 2022. And New Jersey boasts some of the lowest crime rates in the country, but New Jersey residents express the sixth highest level of concern about their safety. This report highlights the cities in the state that report the fewest crimes and explores the contradiction in New Jersey's perception of safety for how, uh, versus how safe the state really is. So here's some stuff to talk about. Uh, 58% of the least. Okay, attitudes about gun violence in New Jersey. of New Jersey residents named gun violence as a top safety concern, well above the U.S. average of 53. You know that's that's the media and the politicians doing that. Absolutely, sure. Just constant hammering. Yeah, droning it into them. 9% of surveyed uh, participants uh, reported experiencing gun violence in 12 months prior to the survey, a near doubling of 5% from last year. Well, you could probably thank your catch-and-release criminal justice system with bail reform for that yeah. because it's no legal law-abiding citizens that doubled the number and of uh, gun violence. Mm. There was a 17% increase in mass shooting incidents year over year. New Jersey recorded 15 incidents in 2021. Only because they redefined what a mass before. shooting is. What is a mass shooting? Right. You know, uh, what is it? Fu- anytime four people are shot or is it word? That's injured? a mass shooting. Yeah. 
firearms are the fourth most common form of property protection used after security systems, security cameras, and guard animals, although the number of respondents using them increased to 63% year-over-year from 8% to 13%. Use of concealed carry firearms from self-defense also rose from 3% to 9%. Well, it's got to be all retired cops. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, because it's not. It's not. There's only 600 citizens. So if all 600 used a gun, we wouldn't register on the meter. Uh, so yeah, it's got to exactly. be that. Out of 9 million, <laughs> 9 million uh, civilians in New Jersey. Boom. There, Petrolino filled in the blanks for me. I want to know who these 9% are that are using a concealed carry fire <laughs> for self-defense. <laughs> because as we should all know, concealed carry permits are not issued in the un- to the unwashed masses in New Jersey. The di- report did not differentiate if the use was criminal or within the confides of New Jersey's draconian laws. Okay. And he also uh, attacks yeah, the Yeah, you know, that's shootings. right. It didn't say, right? I mean, no. if, if uh, you know, some little old lady from Newark is carrying uh, uh, a snubby in her purse uh, uh, and, and says that she is because she don't care. <laughs> and he filled it out too, Sandy, for your mass shooting definition. If four or more people are shot or killed in a single incident, not inv- not involving the shooter, oh, like that every incident gang is shooting in Newark, a mass shooter. In Jersey City yeah. and yeah, 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 Hoboken yeah. and, yeah. Okay. So uh, so John did a really good job. Uh, let's see. He goes, when comparing fear versus reality, how do New Jersey residents stack up? And by the way, thank you, Petrolino, for doing this. So 33% of surveyed participants report using some form of personal protection, slightly higher than the U.S. average of 35%. Pepper spray is the most common form of personal protection used. Keychain weapons are the second most popular type of self-defense devi- device, which is unusual compared to to other states because we don't have anything else right? Yeah, right so lipstick bodyguard is a great option a coubaton defensive pen great option for all of you i got my defensive pens in my pocket right now me too 55 percent of new jerseyites say their personal safety has been affected by the COVID 19 pandemic compared to 44 percent of americans only three other states report higher numbers john what are those states they must be democrats so I found the statistic that the above average number of people use some sort of personal protection in a garden state versus other states intriguing. What about those disproportionate numbers of people wielding keychain weapons and using pepper spray? That's because in New Jersey, the only defensive weapon noted in the law that everyday people, peasants, can use for self-defense outside the home is three-quarters of an ounce of pepper spray. Um, so Knappen says the reason so much pepper spray is carried in New Jersey is because it's virtually impossible to get a handgun permit. We know that. That's why you should learn how to use a coupon or a defensive pen or some kind of striking device and have it with you all the time. Again, a knife is a different thing. You should be trained on how to use a knife and yeah. when to use a knife uh, because it's also not for everybody. But, John, great article and great dissecting that. But, yes, our fear politicians do this to us and they scare the crap out of us and that's how we get to the point we're at but here's where new jersey is uh is famous so john ziegler who moved away a while ago gun for hire alumni forever he goes anthony i just got a newsletter that includes this passage new jersey is set to enact health standards in september pushed by Democratic Governor Phil Murphy that teach second graders about genitalia, reproduction, gender expression. Fifth graders will be required to define masturbation and differentiate between sexual orientation and gender (sighs) identity. And eighth graders will have to define gender identity, gender expression, vaginal sex, oral sex, and anal sex. Okay, he goes, Phil Murphy is at it again. I moved in part because of Democratic New Jersey and him. Save my grandchildren from this insanity, please. Yeah, how do we save them? This is whole, the whole part of the indoctrination, the left's push towards pedophilia, and <laughs> everything else is just backwards today. Again, like this Florida, don't say gay bill. It doesn't say gay in the bill. Right. It's just preschool to third grade. Teachers are not allowed to talk to kids about sexual orientation and sexual preference sandy i graduated high school in 1979 i don't know any i didn't know anything about my teacher's personal lives no i didn't either male female gay straight trans furby flurry fluffy whatever the hell they are they went out of their way to keep their personal lives private and and even my favorite history teacher my favorite history teacher mr cahill in retrospect probably a liberal in 1979, he said, anyone who's going to be 18 by this date, go register to vote. 
A month later, everybody registered to vote. Good. These are the candidates, presidential, federal, and down ballot. Make your decision and go vote. Come back with proof you voted, sticker, this thing or anything, and you get 10 extra points. He never told us who to vote for, and he never asked us who we voted for. Yeah. I voted for Reagan. It was my first election ever. But he did not inject politics. Uh, I had teachers that were definitely effeminate when I was in school, grade school up. Maybe they were gay, maybe they weren't. I don't know. I judged them on how well they treated us as kids. Right, pretty much. And how well these they teachers, and what you, they're what putting you really these teachers on. The, ma- the majority have nose rings, these females. And they're like, well, we want our students to know about our personal life, that I'm married to another woman. And I'm doing, why? 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 Because you're why? insecure. Right. Because you're insecure and you're trying to validate it through a kindergarten or a second grader. That's what you're trying to do. Validate your insecurities through your peers, not your students. Right. Right. See how well you teach compared to how well other people teach. I have a friend, daughter was 12 years old, came home one day and announced she was lesbian. They were like, okay, She's 12 whatever. 12 years old? Yeah. About a month later, she came home and announced she was bisexual. About a year later, she came home and announced that she's straight and she has a boyfriend now. Yeah. Okay. Where is she getting that from? Right. And to be honest, my friend, his family, they could care what she is. Right. Exactly. All right. But where are they getting this indoctrination from? Let's face it. These kids have enough on their plate growing up. I mean, they're children. They should be allowed to be children. You and I had very similar circumstances growing up. And we, we in a sense, were robbed of our childhood. Um, you know, we were working at a very, Twelve very young age. Twelve years old. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, working. Not to, to, to go buy a new pair of jeans, uh, no. but working to help support the family and, and that sort of a thing. And uh, in a way, we were robbed of, our, of part of our childhood. We, we grew up entirely too fast. Um, I, I've always been, you know, 12 going on 45, you know, and, and now to see this happen to third grade children, it's just too early to, for them to even process this kind of information. You know, I'm not a psychiatrist. Well, Greg, uh, we're talking about five-year-olds too, Sandy. Right, exactly. I mean, I would love to have a, a psychologist come on and just speak about this. It just I know this is a show about guns, but you know it's it's a lot more than that and we're what we're headed for in the very, very near future between the overtaking of currency that will determine what you are allowed to buy and not to buy if the world economic forum gets their way uh where everything from from about you and about your life will be completely known by the government. From what time you wake up in the morning to where you drive, how you drive, uh, what you buy, what you think, what you say. Uh, we're already under a surveillance state the way we are right now. We, we really need to be speaking about these things to one another because I really think it's just going to be people like us who are going to be able to save this. Because it sure as hell isn't going to be the political parties. Uh, what do you think, Ann? Sandy, I, I'm hoping that – I know that the Republicans are going to probably win a majority of the House and Senate in the midterms, and they're going to squander it, which is normal because they only care about their stock portfolios or whatever. But I, I'm kind of feeling a groundswell of parents and stuff. I, I, I'm hoping that the school boards take a slaughter uh, this year because I think parents are being – are tired of being told to shut up and we'll decide what your kids – yeah. Learn or in, up, and indoctrinate it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I'm hoping that there is some pushback. The problem is we're outnumbered by big tech, you know, corporatism. Big tech and pharmaceutical companies who are pushing an agenda to use drugs uh, behind the parents' back to yep. use drugs to suppress uh, natural hormones in children. Imagine you're nine years old and you decide that you're pansexual, which I don't even know what that is, by the way. I wanted uh, to be a fire truck when I was nine. (laughs) (laughs) And your teacher uh, hooks you up and you go on these drugs and your parents don't have to be notified. How does that? That's not how it's supposed to work. Uh, That takes a village. Yeah. 
You know, uh, this this new social media network called Truth will be rolling out soon. I've been uh, part of the beta since February 12th or something. And Is they're almost truth with a tr- TH or an F? Tr- yeah, Truth with a social. Oh, uh, T-R-U-T-H, Truth Social. So it's not this truth. Is the one. This no truth. This is the one Devin Nunes and Donald Trump uh, bankrolled. Oh, okay. But something interesting: Elon Musk, who considers himself a free speech absolutist, he has seven million followers on uh, Twitter, and he tweeted this. Uh, where is it? Free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter rigorously adheres to this principle? Then he followed up with, the consequences of this poll will be important. Please vote carefully. He got 2 million responses. 70 million people said Twitter does not. They violate free speech in the public square. Of course, Jack Dorsey from Twitter, uh, he he, uh, he chimed in, too, about how, you know, you have to watch your algorithms or whatever, right? But And then he wrote, is a new platform needed? And people... Uh, you know, said yes, and he says, I'm giving serious thoughts. So Twitter is valued about $3 billion. Musk is worth about $250 billion. I think Musk should buy Twitter and ban it, you know, like delete it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I would love, imagine if he came out with a Twitter with, that was, uh, you know, free speech, absolute free speech, because the these people are unbelievable when it comes to uh, like Facebook, Twitter, Google, and everything. What we see, what we search, what we digest, what we consume. And you know, when you see all these young kids that are in their phones twenty four seven, and the thirty somethings that are in yeah. their phones twenty four seven, this is all they're getting. I know they're not getting anything no. else. No, they're and, really not. Uh, they're, they're they're being indoctrinated, and they don't even know that they're being indoctrinated. And, correct. And you know, they're being brainwashed. Um, and, and they don't even know. I mean, it doesn't matter. You and I have always been big proponents of free thinking. Um, and it doesn't matter what you think as long as you do think. And, and uh, I don't see that happening. I do, I do see it turning. You know, we, we talk a lot about the, the pendulum swings. And 2023 will be the zenith of the we generation, thank God. But it will be... Um, it will be bringing at, at that zenith is a very, very dangerous time for society, a very, very dangerous time. And now with the social media the way it is, with the Internet the way it is, we've never seen um, the possibilities of the world turning upside down so quickly mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. As, as we have right now. And I think the only thing that's going to save it is just you and me and everyone who's within the sound of our voice as individuals we're the only ones who are going to have to stand up and talk to each other and 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 while we still can or pretty soon we won't be able to hmm i agree with you 100 percent uh and let let's listen people like us on this platform we're helping we get the word out i get People come up to me from all over. Great show last week. I listen, questions. Even somebody like Henry Montefront said it wasn't the sites. Liar. But that's another story. Uh, love you, Henry. Um, <laughs> it was not the sites, Henry. It was the nut behind the trigger. That's that was right. Off. That was loose. All the yeah. kids did not complain about the sites, and they shot great. You complained. No good. Listen, here's a writer note. Remember I was talking about the Portuguese custard cups? Yeah. So now I started a thing. I started getting emails, and I wrote, Hi, Anthony. You started getting more Portuguese No, I hope so. Uh, Hi, Anthony. Just finished hearing your recent show regarding the Portuguese custard cups. Completely agree. Nothing comes close to the original ones from Lisbon. I always have my parents bring me some when they come to visit from Portugal. If ever in New York City, Joey Bats is spot on, even to the boxes like the ones in Lisbon. I checked them out, and you sent me pictures. That was really cool, Euro X. Thank you no, so where is, much. No, wait, where is this now? Joey Bats? Joey Bats in Manhattan. I'm Googling this right now. Joey Bats. You're Googling it right now? I yeah. looked at it. They come into little boxes, just like the ones in uh, Portugal. So you can get a wow. three-pack, which is nice because you can put it in your in your pocket for later. Nothing like pastry that fits in a pocket. Nice. You, you like it? So listen to this email. Dear Anthony, before I tell you about our above event, you should know that I am sitting here listening to episode 566, about to come out of COVID quarantine, and very happy to hear Sandy's comments about the durable immunity. 
I am a five-year-plus weekly show listener. Bullet voted for you, director ballot, bought three copies of Crime Proof, individually belong to ANJRPC, and have a size 12 shoe size. That's the sucking up part. I love it. Uh, our above ANJRPC member Gun and Archery Club in Bridgewater, New Jersey, will be having our COVID postponed 100th anniversary celebration. Wow. Uh, they're going to have a picnic June 4th at the clubhouse. We are hoping that a minimum of 500 of our members and their family members will come for our free catered afternoon celebration. We will have display tables on hand for both our Junior Rifle and Junior Pistol League members. And I spoke to Larry Braco from the ANJRPC is going to set up a table. To add to the fun for our members, we are planning to have door prizes and giveaways. Uh, we would be very grateful if you could perhaps provide us with some copies of Crime Proof, Gunfire Swag, gift certificates to your range it's, or a class or whatever. So I told them, I'll, whatever, I'll donate everything. I might be able to make a celebrity appearance. I'm getting a new knee May 9th and June 4th. Is, is it June 4th? It's kind of close. We'll see. We'll, yeah, June 4th. We'll see how I feel. Uh, and he thanks for considering our request. Uh, and he didn't mean to be obnoxious by sending this to three email addresses, but he wasn't sure the best way to reach me. James Rick, Centennial Celebration Committee Chair, Somerset County Fish and Game Protective Association. God bless, Jamie. Uh, I'm really happy. Jamie Rick, by the way. I'm happy, and I'll be shouting this out from now until uh, uh, it, your date comes up, and I will try to come. And I put you in an email, and I copied you donations at Gun for Hire, whatever I could uh, give you or whatever I can donate membership, gift cards, books, signed books or whatever. You got it, baby. 150,000 uh, percent. By the way, April 15th and 16th, Sandy, right around the corner is our long range shoot. It's a two day shoot. Very nice. Uh, that's our urban tactical uh, rifle, long range rifle that Tony Arena is uh, highlighting. So if anybody is interested in that, I got a great email from Al Alonzo. Uh, You're not he says, supplying guns, huh? What? You're not going to be supplying guns on that, huh? No, no, no. you got to bring your own. Yeah. Um, so Al Alonzo sent me this. He goes, how is it that a first-time elected official could come up with all these ideas that I never heard of uh, from the established Republicans? Please let me know when he will be a gun for hire next time. I will take a day off to meet him and thank him. His office helped me in February with my CDL renewal, and I don't live anywhere near his district. And this is Al Alonzo talking about uh, Senator Ed Durr. Who beat, you know, um, who beat Sweeney out. And, uh, you know, he's pushing Firefighter of the Year, Meals on Wheels. He introduced legislation for concealed carry that's going to help circumvent, uh, you know, uh, the, the Bruin case that'll help fast track us for carry because he'll have a bill out there that says, well, listen, we're going to get spanked by the Supreme Court, you filthy anti-gunners down here in Trenton. Maybe we could just take my bill and modify it a little bit and put it through. So, uh, yeah, Dar is on fire, and I love that he's on fire. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get some more people elected that'll sneak in at the lower-level elections. And uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, who is definitely the conservative rock star out there and well-spoken, he called for a special session because he wants to sign constitutional carry, making Florida the 27th state to have constitutional carry. Nice. Uh, meanwhile, 27 states, constitutional carry. And where is New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> they just keep coming up with ways to take our rights away. Isn't that true? Anything they can possibly do to put their foot on our throat and strangle us, whether it's taxes, personal safety, teaching our children, whatever the case may be, everything they possibly could do is the exact opposite what the majority of their constituents want. But they don't care. I would like to see somebody let me know what what is the trading look like for New Jersey politicians? The executive, the legislation, legislative, and the judicial branch. I would love to see what the trading activity is for the three branches of government in New Jersey. Could you imagine the level of insider trading and corruptness, Sandy? <sighs> hey, it's a part-time job. I only make $35,000 a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. I only make $35,000 a year. Yeah, why, why would you, why would you do that job bitches. if that's all it was? 
Why would Correct. you fight so hard, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign funds just to get a $30,000 a year job? Yeah. Oh, by the way, the rats, I just got an alert. Jen Psaki, Peppermint Patty. Yeah. She just, uh, she's leaving the Biden administration and she's going to work for MSNBC. Well, so she'll still surprise. be working for Biden. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah. she'll be making five times as much money. And she'll be circling back. She'll be circling back, yes. So they're all inbred anyway. But yeah, I would love, does anybody, can anybody out there in Cyberland, is there a way like, like, uh, you know, unusual whales out there that tracks our federal politicians. I would love to see the trading of our three branches of government in New oh, Jersey. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, seriously, I would love to see how much they have in pharmaceutical stock. I would love to see if any anti-gun legislators have money in uh, gun stock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be very interesting, wouldn't it? Right? I would love to see. Well, because if they say they're going to propose an anti-gun thing, they know sales go up by default. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right? And so they jump in on the wagon. Wouldn't yeah. that be a wonderful thing for them? Sure. Right? Isn't and screw us true? because nobody cares about us. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Right? Right? See, I'm a smart feller sometimes. Um <laughs> John Petrolino publishing so much stuff. By the way, he's the pen patriot on Substack, which has a paywall. You'd think he'd give us a free password we could read out on the radio for all of our listeners so none of us have to pay him for his hard work. He's so selfish. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> or no? Yeah, I think I'd pass on that one. You think so? <laughs> uh, anybody have suggestions on what we should handle in the store? Anthony at Gun for Hire Radio. I think we should import Joey Betts. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you want Portuguese that? custard yeah. cups? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll, you know what? Let me know when you're coming up. And I'll, You've never had them, huh? I have. Oh, okay. You have. All right, I good. I have. Well, we used to go to that uh, place. Where was it? In Newark? There? Uh, Teixeira's and uh, a few of the other da places. Down Neck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Texada's Bakery. Everybody yeah, loves that yeah, plate. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's better custard cups out there, but the ones that were brought here to me were good. If some some of our listeners would bring different ones, different ones for yeah. me to evaluate. Well, I'm looking at Joey Bat's menu right now, and I'm getting pretty hungry here. Yeah, if somebody would bring me more yeah. to the range for me to evaluate, well, yeah, then well, I could just make... Just get to the range. I mean, it's amazing how all this food disappears before I get there, which is... <laughs> oh, I told you, Sandra sniped me the last ones that came in. She goes, somebody brought these in for me. And then I get an email three days later. Did you get the custard cups I brought in for you, Anthony? <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. She said they were for her. I only ate two of them out of the 24 because I thought they were for her. <laughs> if I knew they were for me, I would have put them in my office, ate 18 of them, right. and then put a measly put six out. out for the people. Exactly. You didn't share this. Here's a knife. <laughs> Listen, when you eat them, do not get your cholesterol checked for a minimum of three weeks. Oh yeah, absolutely sure. They were really good. Listen, I'm I'm busting Henry Montefront, but I want to I want to thank all the volunteers uh, and my employees for the 22 league. It's gone it's gone so well, and I'm looking forward to Gabe and Henry and Gary and everybody to set up the leagues for the fall. Uh, we're going to have different leagues. Gabe is working on revolver and striker-fired leagues and a rifle league. And the fun league is coming back. And, uh, and the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation matches are going to be coming back again. So it's going to be phenomenal. Having four ranges flexibility is just it's been a game changer for us here. You know, we don't have a wait anymore. Anybody, if you were a member or you let it expire, you can come here Saturday, 7 o'clock at night, and walk right into the range. If you're a member or you have your own guns, there's a good chance you can go right into a range. Range 3 and range 4 is, is for members only. The 50-yard range is members only now. So, you know, we have 44 ports, Sandy. Four ranges, 44 ports. You know, the average the average range in New Jersey has one range and less than 15 ports. Yeah, right. So, you know, we have that flexibility, and, uh, you know, nobody beats us when it comes to the hospitality. Just no. look up the five-star reviews and, you know, and, and everything. They just it's a never-ending thing. My it's staff breaks their asses um, uh, making people happy here, make, making it safe. Safety first, hospitality second. We talk about this all the damn time. And my staff is second to none. Listen, Chuck and Luann Leonard are coming up. Uh, the first class is range safety officer on May 22nd. 
Uh, and then we're going to have basic instructor training, pistol, rifle, shotgun, chief range safety officer. Tony has a ton of classes on the schedule. Attendee pen and knife class, April 24th is the next class. So uh, each one, reach one, share the love, and tell everybody about it. I'm done. Have a nice damn day. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a Counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York, right near uh, Joey Bat's Cafe in the Lower East Side. And Joey Bat, if you are listening, remember when all these gun people do show up at your door, we are not beyond accepting gifts. That said, we're done here, and God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. Have a nice day. From sea to shine.